Welcome back to Probably About Politics. This episode, a year in review. Yeah. All of 2018. All of 2018. In uh, 2018 minutes. So strap in uh, because gonna we're going to be here ride. for about two days. Yeah. <laughs> Don't check my math on that, please. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be covering what was 13 episodes over 12 months. Yeah. So a next... bonus episode, if you think about it. Exactly. But this is coming out in 2019. So uh, yeah. 2018 is done. <laughs> Everything's done. But I was looking back at some of our um, statistics of where we covered. And in only what the seven or eight countries that we covered, we managed to hit every um, continent except yeah. for Antarctica. Yeah. Which Again, was... including North America because we covered Yellowknife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's call it. It's a feat. Like we were, um, we had a mammoth year covered exactly. coast to coast to coast. Coast. So I was like a <laughs> coast. How many coasts are there? Every uh, every ocean, one big coast. <laughs> uh, and so to give a bit of background about what we did this year, mm-hmm. so that we can maybe jog our own memories. Yes. We started off with uh, the Czechs. Yes. In Europe, and then immediately stopped covering elections and did a Q and A. Yeah, we were like, well, look, look, who needs to follow a format? It was a year of experimentation for us. Yeah. And then uh, down to South America for Colombia, which we will be covering today, a little recap. Then to uh, our neighbors in the Great White North, Russia, yep, Russia, which uh, you can almost see from here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we then uh, took a little break for summer, but we didn't stop the content. The train kept rolling with five episodes about how to get involved in politics, what politics are, how to vote what voting is why we vote the way we do and then uh, i returned to the continent so we returned to our regular scheduled programming our regular program by covering two elections in one episode rwanda (laughs) and sweden due to their intertwined history yes it's it's hard to separate the two close relationship yes yeah and then down to south america for brazil which we'll be covering today again a quick Mm -hmm. little recap and then fiji to end the year before Yes. I think the episode that we're both most happy with. Yeah, I think that uh, the Fiji episode was great. And then we got a really exciting opportunity to close out the year. Uh, Uh, Yeah, to talk with uh, the mayor of Yellowknife. Um, Totally different than than (laughs) Fiji. (laughs) Once again, completely breaking format. I mean, I guess Fiji is a small country, so it was a smaller on-scale election. You could look at it that way. Sure, if you got to fit it into some reason why it makes sense. (laughs) Great. Okay. Yeah. And then, so today we're going to be checking up on Brazil, Colombia, and uh, fan favorite New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, and from there, maybe talk a little bit about a couple other elections that we did this year and then what we're going to be doing in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get started, Kaylee and everybody oh, well. at home. It's been a good year. Cheers. cheers. We've got some local Air- oh, yeah. Fredericton, uh, Fredericton brew here. And sponsor, please. Oh, delicious. Um, and so from there, I guess we just jump right into it then. Yeah. I mean, it's already probably going to be a long episode, so (laughs) (laughs) I guess we shouldn't dawdle. I don't, I don't, they don't say you should establish a set format for your podcast so your listeners get into a group. You should keep it wild and unpredictable. This is my favorite part is we always say, well, let's not dawdle. And then we explain (laughs) why one would not want to dawdle (laughs) at length. Uh, but no. We're starting, we're getting into it, and let's go Brazil. Okay. Kaylee, what's going on here? 
We covered this election not too long ago, right? Yes. It was only a few months ago. And so the new government that was elected is not government yet. And this yeah. is going to be a common theme <laughs> uh, for, for several different reasons, yes. though, which is, yeah. really, which is really interesting to me. And so Brazil still has their old government. But uh, what happened, sadly? Well, okay. So we tried to leave. Uh, I remember when we recorded it, we tried to leave it with a bit of um, optimism that, you know, maybe the election could go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um from our probably you can tell perspective, Bolsonaro won, and that was maybe not the ideal outcome. It was pretty close though, right? In um, the second round. In the second round, yeah. In the second round, okay. Fifty five, forty five. Sure. Yeah. Okay, that's a pretty big win. Mm-hmm. But it, it says good things about Brazil. Yeah, state. people turned out to vote. Um, very high turnout. Yes, it was pretty high. And yeah, and he's Look, he got elected. It's not to say that he will be able to do everything that he wanted to do easily or sweepingly. There are um, functioning structures within Brazil. Uh, you can talk about that, and um, and there are other members that were elected. Like we, there were there was yeah. more than just a president elected in this. Exactly. Um, but it certainly is an interesting. For if you're looking at uh, uh, South America, it's an interesting look at how things are sort of changing in South America um, and and Brazil, particularly Brazil, I guess. <laughs> Obviously, mostly Brazil since it was their presidential election. Yeah, yeah. I remember right after the election happened, some news coming out that you know, w- just one week after the Brazilian election, mm-hmm. the rainforest is now uh, all yeah. going to be cut down. And he's not even president yet. That, so yeah. how does that work? So I think that, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to be worried about. But I do think that the problem sort of with the way the headlines worked on Brazil is like there was a lot of urgency with it at the time. But he's not even in power yet. Yeah. So it means that we've kind of like, I think you maybe took put the pedal on the gas really fast right there and then took it off now when he's actually going to be in power mm-hmm. and actually doing these things. And the world's attention is maybe turning away, which I think is important to not do. Yeah. Um, because, like, Brazil is a country that needs other countries. They can't go on their own. So if you're paying attention and things aren't, like, in terms of, like, uh, climate factors and, and international human rights issues, you can still, there can be influence there. Yeah. So... There are things to look forward to in Brazil. It's a great country. <laughs> Huge, vast, diverse yeah. country. Like, really, I feel like uh, I'm glad that we're covering it because uh, it's a it's a big deal that this happened there. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It's a big shift for South America, as we said. Yeah. And I think um, it's kind of in Brazil is kind of interesting because it's such a large country, such a mm-hmm. huge economy in the world, mm-hmm. so many people there, and such a it's it's a pretty big cultural influence as well. And interesting that it's one of kind of the secondary players, regional powers that we do see in the news mm-hmm. in in North America yeah. more often um, than a lot of countries that we cover. And so this was Brazil was particularly, I think, an interesting episode to cover because people hear about Brazil. Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about the episode with friends and family, they yeah. had something to say about yeah. it. Yeah. There, yeah. There was certainly a lot of thoughts and attention on it at the time. I mm-hmm. think, yeah. And I think just like the big thing that I would take away is let's not stop. You exactly. knew about it and you knew it was happening. You're worried about it. Keep paying attention. <laughs> okay. So if we're not going to stop, yeah, <laughs> but we're going to stay in South yeah. America, 
Yeah. Columbia. Another, yeah, another election, like, we covered it. It was really great that people were kind of paying attention. Um, maybe not specifically, we didn't actually cover the presidential election, but people yeah. were paying attention to that. Um, but we covered the uh, more general election just before it. Um, and I think that one is another one we should keep paying attention to, uh, because also Columbia, big country going through major transition that I definitely recommend listening to that episode. Cause I think we talked about the, the peace, uh, process there that they're going through. Yeah. And so reflecting on that is really important, but they've had a lot of, they, they did elect uh, sort of a more conservative president Mm -hmm. and, um, they're working they're they're off to a slower start than some people in Colombia would have liked, and there's yeah. been a lot of protests. And um, I think it's interesting what that means for the health of Colombia's democracy. Interesting because we always say keep paying attention, and mm-hmm. people are still paying attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people uh, in people Colombia are paying attention. Yeah, the elections active. happen, but yeah. they're out on the streets, yeah. and people are still having their voice heard yeah. in different ways than just at the ballot box. And the fact that they, I think, something important to consider in this, like. Uh, is that they are out on the streets, um, mm-hmm. whereas previously there could have been too much violence or it could have created too much violence for that to be um, something they could do. Um, I read one article, so I don't know if 100% this is true, but uh, that one article I said that police uh, responses were much more um, measured and uh, yeah. to allow for protests to be happening, all of which are good signs for... It means that the president is maybe off to a rough start and may yeah. have a rough four years, but the citizenry is like able to voice their concerns without violence resulting. So that's exciting. That's good news. Hopefully, yeah. We hear good things. Um, in another similar vein to uh, <laughs> Brazil, uh, a country that we covered that doesn't have <laughs> that doesn't have a uh, a government yet mm-hmm. that we covered a pretty long time ago. Yeah. Uh, in tandem with uh, with Rwanda when we covered it is Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, they now what four months after yeah. the election still no government and it looks like it will be many months more yes. still similar to Germ- yeah. to what happened with Germany but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, interesting, like, Brazil is going to get a government, it's following the regular timeline, but Sweden here is, uh, yeah, it was September we covered Sweden, I think, yeah, and um, in our double Rwanda-Sweden episode, classic. Season three premiere. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, that's a, it's a big deal, I mean, like, that's the type of thing that, when we talked about it um, in Germany, which we also covered not too long ago, Mm -hmm. um, if you take this long, the citizens get annoyed. <laughs> like yeah. they get less confident in the democracy. It makes everything more vulnerable. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does. It, I mean, it obviously bodes well for Sweden that they can function mm-hmm. as a nation for yeah. so long with no, with no yeah. laws being passed. Yeah. And I mean, so like people are a little annoyed. I read one article that was saying like, usually like a budget in Sweden is like 3000 pages long and they were only able to pass about 28 pages of that. So, th- so there is some issues, but like, it's still like, there's a clear plan in place for how it should work. It's, um, I think they said, uh, they have four chances to form government before they have to call, go to the polls again. Mm-hmm. And, and so they're following that process and, It'll work. It, it may it may be annoying <laughs> if you are a voter, but it's there's a system in place anyway. This is the Swedish way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just follow well, what mean, the rules say. It might be annoying, yeah. but you just get it done. Yeah, I think it was. It's interesting because they're saying like, oh, the Swedes are such a typical like short democracy, not very European, and they're becoming more European. <laughs> but they still have like a 
like set rules about when this has to end and exactly. it'll be contained. Yeah. Yeah. And people do talk about, we talk about this in our, um, why we elect people mm-hmm. to represent us episode this summer in yeah. that it's because there's always too much stuff happening. You yeah. can't be an expert on every single thing that happens. So you elect somebody and yeah. it's their full-time job. But if the budget is only 28 pages, <laughs> I mean, I can write a 28 page budget. Exactly. Here yeah. we go. Everybody can just pay attention to every single little thing the government does. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if uh, that will result in a better uh, re-elect or better election if it goes to that again in Sweden, particularly. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe uh, we should head to Sweden and try and run. What will the people say? Let's say, listen, if you guys aren't going to do it, we'll just do it ourselves. <laughs> exactly. By the people, for the people, Sweden. Classic, and so, <laughs> classic Swedish saying. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, I saw that online actually, um, but. If we go to a country now where people are paying a lot of attention yeah. to what the government is doing, mm-hmm. uh, and we were talking before before recording started because we are talking about this show twenty four seven. Oh, look! This is a small snippet of what of, <laughs> of the conversations that really happened yeah. here. Um, but we're talking about Russia, which we covered at the very start of twenty eighteen. Start of twenty eighteen, yeah. Uh, and we talked a lot about um, Vladimir Putin. What's going to happen going forward yeah. after this most likely last term of mm-hmm. his? Right. Uh, yeah. Who knows with Putin whether or not he's going to find a way? Yeah. <laughs> he's done it before. Yeah. Is he going to go back and find some other post that now everybody cares about? Um, but. We were talking about how the shift in Russia itself is going from international politics to domestic politics Mm -hmm. and what that means for Putin. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. So I think it's, so this is something that a lot of like sort of foreign policy analysts, like people who analyze these things have been saying every election, oh, maybe he's more out of touch. Maybe he's more out of touch. Mm -hmm. And I think um, usually I've been pretty skeptical about it, but I think that it's getting it was a th- it was always sort of true but it was going to take longer than they'd maybe been saying yeah. um essentially a a good strategy for leaders sometimes to buy times buy time with voters is to be a big showman and big on the international stage yeah. which i think you may find putin to be any <laughs> Um, he, Say you're having trouble at home, you just withdraw all of your troops from two global hotspots. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> take a li- take um, a little bit of pressure off yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, look, it's a strategy, time tested, and uh, but it will wear out. Um, yeah. So the U.S. Ha- and and Europe have frequently been placing sanctions on Russia. That's a strain on their economy. Mm-hmm. Oil prices going down is a strain, and and. Uh, they're struggling to sort of diverse uh, Putin. I think this year uh, was calling a lot for like new ideas and diversifying the economy, but yeah. it's hard to diversify the economy when you have so many sanctions to get technology in and out of the country um, on you, you have so many sanctions on you. So, so they're not, there's not a lot of hope in the economic future for Russia. He's not really providing that hope. Um, and it's, and, and ultimately when it becomes a question of, can I eat the next day? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't really matter if you've uh, annexed an entire region of another country. Like yeah. you can't just keep doing that. That'll eventually and wear. It doesn't yeah. matter how many Olympic golds you've won. Exactly. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Or how many World Cups you've hosted. Yeah. Uh, the, the other footfalls. Yeah, and at some point, those are very expensive. <laughs> I, exactly. Those are extremely expensive things to do. Um. So, moving away from things we've covered this mm-hmm. year. Yes. 
but towards do. things we've talked a lot about. Yeah, this year. things that we just keep returning to. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, New Zealand a little bit. Yes. Uh, Prime Minister Arden there. She's had a good year. Jacinda. Yeah, Jacinda. How's she doing? Let's get her on the show. Yeah, I think, uh, Jacinda, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the <laughs> if, show. If. Oh, Come obviously. On. No other <laughs> podcast talks so much <laughs> about Jacinda Arden. Um, yeah, no, she's had a good year. Um, congratulations on her first child uh, with her partner, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of, is a bit of a landmark for leader. There have been other female world leaders who had child, children while in office, but it is uh, always um, pushing the dial forward to mm-hmm. be able to do that. Um, she's. I I was reading about uh, her the green fund that her government's announced. She's uh, for like a hundred million dollars to support green technology. So she's. They're, as a country, they're doing pretty well with their commitments to uh, to reducing their carbon footprint as a nation, and et cetera. And um, well, she also, uh, I read, made the Forbes Top 30 Most Powerful Women. Mm-hmm. Um, another pod favorite, Angela Merkel, is uh, <laughs> the number one most powerful woman for like the eighth year running. <laughs> Which is interesting, yeah. going forward where <laughs> yeah, Angela who, Merkel will Look, uh, maybe Arden is... You know, she'll, maybe she'll keep climbing. She's the global successor to uh, <laughs> the the vacuum that will be left when Angela Merkel uh, leaves yeah. politics. In Europe. In Europe, yes. Uh, so you talked a little bit about this green fund that's been set mm-hmm. up, and you spent some time in the South Pacific this yes. summer. Um, is this kind of a regional thing that's going on? Does everybody care about it there? I know that there's... Listen, in Australia, one they can be one thing next this week, and then they have a different <laughs> prime minister next week, yeah, and who yeah. knows what they're going to be saying. Yeah. Um, but I guess in specifically in maybe the smaller countries where you were, I know you were in Fiji mm-hmm. a little bit. You're in Kiribati. Um, what are what are the sentiments there about green technology and sort of funds like this? Like, is this just is this a very popular sentiment, or is she going against the grain here? So I'd say for the countries, it is what is. The green technology, I'm sure, is exciting, but what's more exciting is um, her government has uh, really been pushing uh, to continue the uh, Pacific Reset, which is a reset of relations mm-hmm. between New Zealand and Australia and the other Pacific Islands to change that dynamic. Um, and then, unlike Australia in a lot of ways, um, New Zealand is taking on more green... Like, they stopped uh, offshore oil exploration. Yeah. Um, stuff like that Kiribati, uh, as a con- uh, their, pres- their former president, uh, No Te Tong, and, and many, and I think probably their current president would agree, and, and many other leaders within the Pacific have said, look, you as the powers in this region need to take responsibility, live up to your... Um, role in terms of emissions mm-hmm. um, as it's really uh, low-level islands islands are highly threatened by this so so I think her leadership and the changing of the dynamic which is something that in her the region of the world she's in is making her a real leader there um, yeah and and yeah certainly they are probably much happier with her than uh, Australia's current Prime Minister Morrison who uh, his like what was his foreign relation his international relations or or maybe his climate minister i can't remember like the the climate minister one of them uh said something very disparaging about the president of kiribati and <laughs> in a in a cab or something like that it, it's been a rough go for australia so new zealand is doing much better by comparison certainly well australia bought that big battery though right <laughs> and you know it's all about batteries <laughs> 
Well, they got that. And, and no, in all, in all seriousness, though, they do have that gigantic battery that Tesla installed that uh, apparently is doing is doing well. I know a lot of politicians are saying, oh, well, it couldn't even handle this amount of load for this long. <laughs> but hey, it's a step in the right direction, I think. Yeah, sure. It's a step in the right direction. And speaking of steps in the right direction, mm-hmm. this coming year, 2019, which when you're listening to this, it will be 2019. So hello from the past. Um, but... I think that's kind of what we do. We stay in the past. Yeah. We look back. We look at history's lessons. And now we th- we take what we learned in 2018. Yeah. Apply it to 2019. 19. Uh, we got elections we're going to cover. We do. We got um, and more interviews coming, right? Yes. So we want to continue this series about getting more involved with local politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how to do that, what that looks like, and... Who, who can do that and what kind of steps you can mm-hmm. take and how it, it it's a lot of work. Yes. But there are, it's a thing that a lot of people do. Yeah. And so there are ways to do it and yeah. there are people who know what they're saying. And it's, yeah, it's possible. You, if you, if you want to do it, you, you can do it. There are pathways to doing it and, and talking about how and how and where, like the different offices you can get elected to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I like that we we clearly in I think 2018 was a year of trying different things. Yeah, we tried a lot of different things. Um, and I think the two these like going back to home with the elections and doing these interviews, I think we're really going to help to show ourselves and hopefully our listeners um, how we could how we can get involved and how we can make a difference in some of these big picture items. Yeah, exactly. So you're telling me we're not doing any educational content? Oh, we never. We never teach. We're we're teaching each other. We're 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 learning together. You're saying that we're not going to talk about democracy, electoral systems, cameralism well, again. I think I think those cameralism pretty, was a crap. Cameralism favorite. was look. Somebody the other day told me specifically they listened to that episode. <laughs> not that they liked it, just that they listened to it. I think they. I think at some point they said they enjoyed it. But the point is, <laughs> they listened to it. Yes, that is something I was subject to. <laughs> But look, these are we gave you the the pieces of the puzzle, and now you exactly. know a lot about it. But what can you do? Can you participate now? Uh, exactly. Yeah. And if you want to see how other people are participating, we're covering elections, and to name just a few, we're trying to hit every continent again. Yes. 2019. That's kind yeah. of a goal that we set for ourselves is to get all over the globe, and we're going to be revisiting Greece, which I'm excited yes. about. It means we've had this show for long enough. Long enough. We've been through an entire election cycle. Yeah. We're going to see how Alexis Tsipras is doing. In, <laughs> I don't uh, think he's there anymore. In Greece. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I only oh, pay sorry, attention. No spoilers. Listen, okay. Yeah. <laughs> People at home, listen to the episode, find out what's yeah. going on in Greece. <laughs> you only got to catch up every four years. <laughs> it's like coming home for Christmas, but um, they're Greek instead. Yeah. Not, not that we don't have Greek friends who go home for Greek Christmas. Yes. But following uh, a Greek episode, uh, we're going to be talking about Argentina. We're going Argentina. back to South America. Yes. We're going to hit the big, big, big three there. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of interested in South America. We're seeing if we can get all the different pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. Uh, it's a big puzzle, so it may take a while. Stay with us. I'm waiting for Chile. <laughs> but we're going to be hitting Argentina um, and also... An interesting country that we, I don't think we've ever talked about. We've mm-hmm. probably never named this country before. No. Another island nation. Right. And Our we favorite. love island nations. Yeah. And here goes Madagascar. Madagascar. I have no idea what's going on in Madagascar. I have no idea either. I'm excited to find out. All I know is that they're really a, a safe country. 
Oh, really? Because there's a game that people play <laughs> in which you make a little uh, like bacteria and you try oh, to infect the world. Yeah, and Madagascar yeah. is impossible to infect. <laughs> they close the ports and they close the airports immediately. Right. And so it might be hard to get information out of there. Yeah. But uh, we're going to be boots on the ground, yeah. Madagascar, figuring it out. And then finally, Thailand. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're heading back to Asia. Yes. Uh, which is the part of the world we don't cover very often. Yeah, I think we, we make a good effort to get there more would be a good goal, a good resolution for us. Oh, resolution. Resolution. These are our, we are resolute in these ideas. <laughs> and finally, if we can find interesting take on it, which I think we can. Uh, we've made you know we've made interesting takes on much smaller. <laughs> options <so. laughs> and now that we're talking about some municipal elections that are going to be happening in canada and individuals here and how to get involved with politics uh we're going to be coming home mm -hmm. in 2019 probably about politics comes home to canada canada it's a big election coming up it's it is a big election it's cementing uh trudeau's legacy potentially or not. Or not, which is just as much of a legacy. Uh, it's going to be, I mean, I think we could probably do an episode every month on Canadian politics. And, yes. Uh, whether or not Jagmeet Singh is still going to be around. <laughs> Does he, uh, is he still alive? The Where is he? The by-election. <laughs> What's going on in Burnaby? Why is he in Burnaby? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and whatever is happening with the blues. And <laughs> yeah. So if you're anyone running for federal politics in Canada and would like to be interviewed by, uh, uh, you know, a, a punchy And by, by this point, by the time of the uh, Canadian election, two mm -hmm. grad school graduates. Yes, we will also have master's <laughs> degrees. <laughs> and so get in touch. Uh, but that's... And that's everything that we wanted to cover this episode. That's where we're going forward. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe quickly. To be clear, we want to interview Jacinda Ardern the most. <laughs> so if you're running for government and you also know Jacinda, <laughs> put us in touch and never mind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, I think 2018 was, I think, a huge year for both of us. Mm -hmm. The pod yeah. had a lot of fun. We expanded yeah. a lot. We've got um, new ideas. Exciting. Yeah, a lot of ideas. A lot of people were loving what were loving what they were hearing mm -hmm. and involved. We had some questions and answers that we had. Yeah. Uh, so that shows that people actually were thinking about politics, which I'm yeah. excited about. Yeah. We have Good. local politics, which means people around us are mm -hmm. thinking about this and actually involved. And I had, I had more conversations with people this year about things we were talking about and like sort of their thoughts and takes on it. Yeah. And that was exciting. And of course, these conversations that we have. Yeah. Every couple of weeks, every month, yeah. uh, on 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 record. But of course, aside from that, the real value of the podcast is okay. everybody getting together and talking about politics yes. and getting involved. Friendship, <laughs> politics—the <laughs> true message: friendship. <laughs> and so, with that, uh, we wish everybody a um, happy holidays. Yes. Uh, uh, hopefully, you've had a great holidays, and they're yeah. over, and you're back to work by this. And uh, yeah, you're settling back into the work week with uh, a new episode of the pod. Great yeah. way to settle in. And uh, good luck to everybody in 2019. Yeah. And uh, if there's anything you'd like to hear, uh, get at us. Send us an email, yeah. probably about politics at gmail.com or on Twitter at probpolitics. It's going to be fun. Thanks for listening.